Well, guess I'll be sweating my ass off. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Just like a T-Rex's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Their eyebrows rage. <laughs> so I said, pardon me. Whoa. Who are you? Who am I? Who am I? From out of the crowd, right behind Tuck, two tabaxi are going to walk forward. Uh, one of them looks more like an ocelot, and the other one looks more like a snow leopard. And the ocelot-looking one has this very visible scar across her neck. They look like they have adventuring gear on their back, and they pop up right behind Tuck's shoulders. And the ocelot-looking one puts their hand on Tuck's shoulder and like looks to uh, Archibald and Gator almost in a menacing way. And it speaks out and he says, Are you accosting our friend here? Archibald's gonna like back up and he's now holding the spider shield up in front of him. And then the, uh, the one with the scar on its neck will kind of like throttle Tuck's shoulder, like trying to get him to like stick his chest out a little bit. Are these guys bothering you? I think Tuck still has the shield, right? I never gave it back. When Archibald asked for it, I thought you <laughs> gave it, but you didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Just a brute. It's just a really bad day today. And Archibald will instead be behind Gator. And Gator kind of puffs up, and he just like does that flex with his fists in front of his chest, and, like his traps go up to the top of his head, and he's like, "What's it to you? We came here with the pussy man. Well, maybe he's got divided loyalties. Maybe we need to figure it out right here, right now." And the uh, snow leopard-looking one will kind of like look to Tuck. Just very, like, blank face, just kind of waiting for Tuck to speak for himself. And Tuck, you don't know these guys, by the way. You've never seen either of these Tabaxi before. No. I'm like, ah, oh, it's all right, it's all right. Thank you, uh, kind says, don't worry about them. And then the uh, white one won't say anything, and the ocelot-looking one will just, uh, just kind of let go of your shoulder. Just be like, just making sure Tabaxi aren't unfairly treated in the city. If they're your friends, then... I wouldn't say friends after... After... I don't know if you'd call friends people that destroy your belongings. Would you call that a friend? He, like, looks down and kind of looks back up to your face, and he says, uh... Mm, are you a golden shower? Yes! How did you know? I am of the, uh, golden shower clan. It's been a while since I've seen one. And the, uh, the white one will kind of nod in unison. What are you doing in Charles? It's a long story, but, uh, actually, uh... Well, it's very sad about uh, the Golden Cowboy Clan. We, uh, well, we're no more. I think I'm the last one. There was a shipwreck after my uh, people got captured, and, well, I'm the only one that survived. And then I've been actually here for a long time and traveled around, and uh, it looks like my travels have brought me back. And uh, he'll nod, like, terrible business with the Golden Showers. Sad, really. He looks at the group, he like looks at the party, everyone uh, besides talked, and he'll just say, You're needing a guide? Kind of narrows his eyes. Oh, I don't know what I need right now. All of my plans have just, have just gone to the shitter. So Archibald has taken out, he's got like a little fanny pack, and he's taken out some, uh, some powders, and he's going to sprinkle one on top of his head, and then like rub the other one on his fingertips and stick them in his ears, like twist them around is what the dude would see when he saw Archibald. Seems like a fish out of water. And he'll just turn back to Tuck. I'm River. This is Flask. If you need guides, we're available for hire. I wouldn't trust that Jobold jerk. 
all of his guys are a bunch of flukies. Hmm. Very good to know. Thank you, brothers. Take your time. We'll be here. He kind of backs away. You know, just turns back to them before they walk away and just like flexes all of his muscles, which doesn't result in too much, actually. It's like his flab quivers a little bit <laughs> to like show off his pure size. And he turns back to them to show that he's not worried about them as a threat. And he says, Come on, Pepitin, maybe we go down to that big market and find some kind of hit and fix you up. Yes, I think that's for the best. These cat people seem a bit temperamental. I think we should move on before more gather. I ain't afraid of no pussy cat, but I think you're right. Let's move on. Mr. Uh, Dennis, was it? I trust you got adequate directions to this market? Yes, I believe I know where we're going. A Pemberton ritual cast comprehend languages on himself, so he can also understand everything he hears for the next hour. Okay. If any. I need a drink. I need some fresh armor. Cause my shit is hot. Dennis also. Dennis has the worst swamp path of everyone. Yes, I am rather uncomfortable. Let's let's make our way to some uh, looser looser fitting clothing. And uh, Gator's just living it up. All he has is two red suspenders over his upper half and some <laughs> breezy leather tights below his big big belly. But I imagine, like, under the flaps, it's pretty nasty, right? Like, sweat. <laughs> under the flaps. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, he's sweating into his boots, for sure. Hey, Gary, you see all this tropical fruit? Is that what that is? You know what my dad used to say? You show What's me it? a tropical fruit, I'll show you a Which guy am I? You should have just said chill, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at Gator and do, do, do you under, did, did you get that joke? I didn't get that joke. Something bad. <laughs> Let's mosey. Is there some? Can we get some to-go beers? Or is there anyone selling like booze on the street? I'm thinking right now like, you're in front of a, a temple, so there's not much selling going on right now. What temple is it? Uh, it was a temple of Savras, which okay. you know to be the god of wizards and uh, divination. What size are the people that live here? Like the, is it mostly humans? Mostly humans, yeah. Uh, mostly uh, humans, and say they're all about five foot, something like that, average height. Okay, so Gator's just having a ball, lording over everybody as he walks by, <laughs> looking down his incredible size at them. And you can, like, hear, Gator can, like, see, like, kids, especially kids are, like, running around trying to avoid your gaze and giggling and laughing and hiding. Dennis, and now, I guess, even Archibald now can hear, like, the kids, like, whisper and giggle, like, they say something like, don't let the Papa Shango get you or something like that, and they keep running around. With all these little kids, I go, bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> they is, all run away. Is that a word I've ever come across in my studies? No. It's, maybe you don't think it's a word, it's more of a name. Oh, Geisha, I'd like to turn in here for a moment. You do you. Do whatever you want, brother. Archibald is gonna... He, like, is gonna mess up his clothes a little bit. Okay. And then he's gonna go up to the temple door. Like, is there anybody outside? No, it's just a large uh, metal door. And uh, you can see there's the uh, the symbol of... You know, to be the symbol of Savras, which is uh, this large, monstrous eye that just covers the face of the door. I'm gonna knock... You, when you knock, you can feel the door, even though it's metal, it's it moves very smoothly, and just a little bit of your force of your knock kind of pushes it open a bit. 
and you can hear shouting on the inside. I'll push it open and look for someone. You can see towards the center of the room, so it opens up in this grand hall. There's these glass orbs that are intermittently placed throughout the hallway, and all of them are kind of swirl with like this white mist. And in the very center of this dome room, this round chamber, you see a, a Cholton man, older man, has a beard, bald head, has a necklace, has a large wooden staff, and he's being accosted by these three, they look to be foreigners, uh, they look like someone that you would see on the Sword Coast almost, but they're dressed in these black leathers, and they're just like shouting at him, and the uh, old man is kind of kind of reeling back, and he seems to be putting his hands up, you can't, you gotta be closer to make out what they're saying, but they seem to have some sort of confrontation. I'm gonna shout out. Gator, blows past Pem, Pemberton, and... <laughs> Pardon me, oh! Okay, you come barreling in, and everyone will kind of stop and turn their heads, and the old man will see almost have a sign of relief that someone has walked in, and with the three individuals in their black leathers, they look really rough. They got, like, nicks and cuts all over their faces. They see Gator come barreling in, and they kind of don't do anything openly aggressive, but they have their hands on their the hilts of their blades. Um, they appear to be armed. The old man will kind of say, ah, Yes, hello, hello, can I help you? Like, like he's trying to find a reason to separate from these people. And Gator will come up short just because of the numbers game, but he'll try to, like, insert himself between the old man and the guys in the leather, and he'll try to kind of back them off just with his body language. He'll just kind of, like, try to look past Gator, like, shouting at the old man. He's like, we're not done here, geezer. Quit holding out on us. Don't act like you don't have the information. And he then turns his gaze to Gator and he's like, who are you? Who am I? Who am I? I'm half orc, half nightmare. The prince of the swamp, big Gator. And he just like take half a step towards them to like make them jump. Give me intimidation check. Okay, I hope it works. Your camera actually shook when you did that. <laughs> I come walking up behind slowly, my little hand axe. So the, the three of them kind of look to each other, and they just kind of, the guy just kind of nods. He's like, "Big Gator, it's a nice gimmick you got there." And uh, he kind of like takes a step forward, and he's like, pulls out the little dagger from his pocket, and he kind of shows it to you. He'll like just show you the tip of it. And there's like this black substance on the end. He's like, do you know what this is? Is that pussy juice? (laughs) (laughs) And you see him just kind of snicker and kind of laugh. Looks like you're fooling a bit. He looks looks at the other guys and he just, he generally just kind of chuckles. And he's like, nah, nah, this is, uh, this is death seed resin. Doesn't matter how big the gator is, you get pricked with this. And I just like wave it around. Yeah, well, if it can take down me, imagine what it'll do to you when I stick it up your ass. Now get out of here before I get pissed. So the guy kind of like twirls the blade in his fingers and he puts it back. I'm not going to start violence in a place of worship. And he looks over towards the old man and he's like, we'll be back. Start remembering. And he just kind of turns and starts to walk away. You better remember who you done mess with today. The name is B. Gator. Do they seem like criminals to me? Like, do they give off a criminal vibe? They don't give off a friendly vibe, no. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to use this watcher's eye feature, trying to figure it out, you know, my years of experience with... Yeah, they look like the kind of punks that uh, you've had to throw out of um, the northern ward of Baldur's Gate or a time or two. Okay. 
Uh, so as the guys walk past, they'll kind of see Pemberton standing at the door, and uh, they'll just kind of like stare daggers at him, like he's trying to remember your face, like getting a good deep look at your features and everything. It's like look eyeing you up and down. So Pemberton will try to hide his face then. <laughs> <laughs> the old man will turn to Gator and he'll say, Ah, oh, thank you. I thought they'd never leave. Welcome to my temple. What are you wrapped up in, old man? Call me Zetembe. And he, like, extends his hand, and he, like, gives you, like, a pat on the chest. And Gator just flexes against his hand, and he's like, They call me Big Gator, but you probably already heard that. <laughs> I did. You were quite large. And he sees, uh, looks past you and sees, uh, Archibald at the door, and he's like, Is there something I can do for either of you? Ah, uh, yes, um, well, I came in here looking for assistance, but I see perhaps we can offer some to you. Um, I just arrived here and I was in a bit of a mishap. I was wondering if there's some aid you might offer for a fellow devotee at the divination arts. And he'll gesture towards the, uh, towards the arrow wound in his leg. Ah, terrible business. Yes. Yes, Have you come to worship today as well? Ah, everything in good time. But as I said, I think we might be able to offer you some assistance too. Perhaps you should talk to my large friend here about it as I'm healed. If you don't mind getting the preparations ready for that. It's quite painful, you see. He like walks over to a an altar. He starts preparing some things as he's talking, uh, while kind of working and talking to you at the same time. He says, I'll take care of it myself. Yes, the uh, the three, they, uh, well, they they came here expecting that they could get easy answers with just gold looking for someone, and I told them that I, uh, that I couldn't help them. And they didn't like that answer. Uh, oh, yes, I see. What brings you to Port Nanzaru? Oh, the pain. It's, uh, it's quite terrible. I think I might need to, uh, to just keep my mind on, on good things for a moment. Perhaps talk to my friend about that. Seems a little off-put, and he says, very well. And he kind of brings over something, and he's like, uh, allow me to, uh, make the incantation. He looks to Gator then. What brings you to the city? And Gator just kind of slowly rotates towards him. And he says, Zutembe, you look like you're a smart fella. And I know that divination means that you can find out things that normal people can't figure out. Is that true? Well, to say that I have the information is a stretch. But yes, I can. I know the ways to look through the weave to find the, some secrets. Yes. It is true, isn't it? And he turns to Archibald. You'll heal eight, Archibald. Right. Now listen here, Zatembe. We were sent here to investigate the death curse. Does that death curse affect Trope 2? The death curse? Ah, yes. I've We've heard of it. But in Chult? Here? What? I can't believe that it would happen here. Whatever's causing it sounds like a foreign problem. Well, we got some information from a highly... Reliable, but dead source that says it is coming from here. Now, maybe since we give you this information, you could trade me some. Is that better than gold to you? What is it you wish to know? I was troubled by a scary dream. (laughs) (laughs) He corrects himself. (laughs) Not scary, just weird, strange, unusual. (laughs) Make me feel feelings. Like a thesaurus over here. In this dream, I looked up to the top of a pyramid, and I saw my grandfather, Iron Jaw. Yes? 
All right, and you would wish me to discern some meaning from your dream. He was beckoning me to the top of the pyramid, which I achieved easily. <laughs> when I got to the top, he was murdered by some kind of white-faced monster or demon. I see. And this guy, he had this... I don't know if he was just crying because he was afraid of me or what, but he had these black tears coming down his face, and he had a blue target on the middle of his forehead like a diamond or something. What do you know about that? Is it me? It says diamond or triangle? <laughs> I guess it was half of a diamond, which would make it a triangle. Hmm. It was a D4. It was a D4. If you would allow me, I find it fascinating that you would have seen this in a dream. If you've never been to Port Nyanzaru or Chort before. No. <laughs> Give me the day. Come back tomorrow. I'll consult the guides, see through the weave, and see if I can discern some meaning from this for you. I'd appreciate it, because I'm trying to figure out, apart from this death curse thing, what happened to my people. Yes. I will. I'll see what I can see. I think it's the most I can do for, uh, you know, relieving me of the uh, issue I was having earlier with the three men. It takes some time, though. It is a long ritual. I'll need the day, at least. If you can come back tomorrow morning. Let me ask you something else, Tembe. Yes? We're supposed to find some guys to go in the jungle with. Ah, yes. What do you know about that? Archibald took out that big-ass map and has, like, unrolled it. Uh, well, the guide, yes. Uh, Jobel, he's the merchant prince in charge of guides. You can contact him. Uh, and I think he has a whole roster of guides available. And uh, there's some freelancers as well in the city. But those are all buyer beware, of course. Like those guys at the U-Haul that want to help you move your furniture. I've I've never moved. I'm not sure. I'm, I don't follow, but... And he just, like, puts his enormous hand on Zatembe's shoulder and just looks down at him. And he's like, We'll see you tomorrow, Zatembe. You stay safe. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your assistance again. Uh, yes, and thank you. Uh, just one, Mr. Zatombob. Uh, could you show me on this map where Mex Relay would be? The ruins? Uh, Mesro? Yeah, yes, that's it. Ah, uh, yes. This is actually noted on the map that you got from Syndra. You guys are at like the very tip there where it says Port Nyanzaro and from there to the southeast of the city near the uh, Kitcher's Inlet. And uh, Mr. Zintembob, was it? Uh, this uh, would be quite rich, was it? The uh, artifacts and what? And you said it was they were quite a thriving settlement? Ah, uh, yes, I didn't. I, I left that out. Yes, well, so as, as you probably heard, uh, this is maybe a hundred years ago now. The the storm of blue fire, the spell plague. Yes, you're aware of it. Of course. Yes. Well, it, it fell upon Mesro and obliterated the city, destroyed. Quite horrible, terrible. It's still abandoned, though. Is it? Uh, yes. Uh, it's, no one has lived there in a long Very time. Nice. Ah, uh, thank you. Well then, I will see to the divination and see you in the morn. As I've somehow slowly adapted Archibald's voice through this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the place over here myself, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, and so Dennis and um, Tuck, you guys went to the market, right? Yeah. Uh, so you enter this market and it's like this big central tent with these long uh, three aisles that kind of prong out from it. 
you can see there's just a myriad of things. There's you see like wood, spices, medicines, different jungle plants, dinosaur skulls and claws, tiger pelts, carved ivory. There's these uh, colored feathers, tropical fruits, monkeys. Uh, you can see like uh, flying monkeys for sale, dinosaur meats, and various things in this market. This is all well and good, but it's time to find some clothing. And there's armor and weapons and whatnot, so. I want to look around for some guard dudes and ask about Hine. What was that weapon again you were talking about before? It's called a Yikawa. It's a three-foot wooden shaft with a steel or stone blade on the top that's about 18 inches long. It's one gold piece. does 1d8 piercing uh, on a hit, and it has a throne property also, but it's a little bit... The throne property is pretty short, so it's 10 by 30 feet. So 10 feet regular, 30 feet at disadvantage. Now that Archibald has revealed that the book is destroyed, like Tuck has, has locked all reason to be with them. So he's just going to the market to see about maybe making up the loss by selling the shield. Ah, oh, okay. He's going to look for a vendor for the shield. So you kind of ask around trying to find someone where you could do that and they point you in the direction of the stall belonging to the merchant prince uh Wikene. so they point you to her stall wall to wall just blades you can't even see behind it just all over the wall and then below that is just like a line of shields most of them are the tall uh cholton shields and lots of leather armor so you see this large strongly built woman she's got these uh braid, braided hair with these gold clamps on the end of it and this nice necklace and she's got scars all the way down her face and across her cheek and over her lips. And she looks like she could take on basically everyone in the room. And she's got like this really broad, big forehead. Like, it's like my forehead, like, cause you can't see my hair, so you don't know where my forehead stops. So it's like that, it's like huge, massive. Hands on her hips, kind of big grin on her face, just kind of smiling and talking to everyone as they peruse her wares. Goes up to the stall, grabs a field and puts it on the counter. How much can I get for this? Hello there. Ah. She like sticks out her hand, tries to shake your hand. Welcome. What you got? And she looks at it, the spider webs and she says, Ooh, that's nice. Who'd you kill for this? It, it is nice, but it would be um, the magical spider shield of uh, magical spider shield of, of, of Nox, the, the magical wizard. And uh, it's, uh, it's, one of, it's one of a kind. Very powerful. No kidding. What's it do? It, uh, you know, you use the field and then it, uh, you know, shoots out spiders and shit. It's powerful. Shoots out spiders. All right, give me a deception check. <laughs> Archibald is also going to be trying to find somewhere to sell that ring. I don't know where that would, if it would like take him to the same place or not. That kind of item would take you to Wakanga. All right, cool. And uh, she'll pull it down and she'll set it on the table and she's like, I don't see the combat effectiveness of shooting out spiders. I want to use my inspiration. Go for it. A little better. Shooting out spiders. Wow, that sounds very effective for combat. <laughs> <laughs> I hate spiders myself. I'd be terrified. Ah. So what do you want for it? With the uh, powerful Lich King book that could, uh, you know, Help, help, help a guy out. Maybe uh, I could sell to someone that really needs it. Lich King books. I ain't got none of those. She like turns around, looks at all her swords and shields and stuff. She's like, I could trade you some, some gear. Give me some of your good stuff then. All right. Show you my good stuff. And she like pulls a sheet off like a table that had looks like the same gear. And she's like, all oh, these are uh, enchanted with your magics and stuff. 
Makes the stabbing better. That's good. Good stabbing. Do you have a... Do you have a rapier? Rapier, rapier, and she's just kind of like dumb, like pushing shit out of the way, and like you can hear like the metal clanging on the ground. You see she yells at like one of the attendants and Cholton. She's like, we got a rapier! It's like, they're like scrambling around. She's like, I got you, I got you. And uh, she can produce, she produces a rapier. So uh, tell me about this rapier. You take the pointy end, you stick it in someone you hate. But what's it do? Yeah, it's, it sticks really good. It sticks better than the <laughs> average rapier. It's very oh. hard to describe a plus one weapon in RP terms. <laughs> it's a very good rapier. It's extra sharp. Pretty good. Expertly mm. balanced. All right. Look right um, here. See this? And she like points at it, and it has like some word written in. Uh, it says like a, like a metal stamp almost on it. Tori like, Hanzo. Casted, casted in Baldur's Gate. And it's she's like, look, it's even got uh, Sir Baldur of the Gate made this one, so you know it's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old Sir Baldur's of the Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I'll take the, I'll take the board. All right. She like picks up the shield and she like immediately like straps it on her arm, like pounds it a couple times with her fist. She's like, "Yeah, good sound." She'll even like just throw it on her own <laughs> shaft. He's like, "I'm gonna use this one. Keep it for myself." <laughs> Fun with it. And then uh, takes the sword and puts it in the belt. And then uh, when he puts it in his belt, that's when he finds the uh, the scrolls for the circus. And it's like his side. Like I come back to doing this. Starts pulling them out. And, uh, Starts to like walk through the market, handing out flyers. <laughs> All right. Do you say or do anything as you hand them out, or are you just kind of like a little? Usually, he'd be much more enthusiastic about this, but he's just kind of like mailing it in, just like come, uh, come see the uh, the great circus. You know, yours truly. He he he. The uh, <laughs> the uh, two-tailed tabaxi. He he. And then like. When he does that, he kind of does like a couple of hip thrusts and like his bulge <laughs> kind of like wheel around towards people as he hands them the flyers. But like, kind of like meh about it, but still, right. you know, whole motion. That's even more disturbing when you're like thrusting your hips, but you're still <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> Just have to like, come to the circus. Uh, uh, uh. So you get some yeah polarizing reactions. I guess some people are disturbed, some people are enthused. <laughs> but yeah, you go around soliciting in the market, giving out flyers. Uh, anybody else? Yeah, I need to talk to this woman. Hey, you, uh, Kenny? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I was city guard in Boulder's Gate, as you can see. And uh, <laughs> and she like thinks to herself, she's like, I just sold that sword. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Baldur's Gate? Yeah, I know the place. Mm-hmm. Some of the city guards here recommended I come to you to get something uh, something to wear a little bit lighter than what I'm wearing now. I was like, uh, and I'm like, show her my chain mail and my chain shirt and say, you know, maybe I can <laughs> trade this to you. You can melt it down into something or I don't know. Yeah, you're going to get hot in those. What kind of uh, gear are you looking for? Something that gives me as much uh, armor proficiency as this. Uh, plus, uh... <laughs> Plus, however you much have, chain is. You have a chain, chain shirt? Is that what you're wearing? Yeah, chain shirt. That's what all the guards get. She points to a set of studded leather, effectively studded leather, and she's like, this one right here, right off the head of a triceratops, and enchanted as well. All right. And I'll affect it. Not yeah, that I know maybe. shit about it. <laughs> it looks nice. You you couldn't probably really tell if it was a triceratops skin or not, but it seems very well made, well put together. 
It's effectively a plus one instead of leather. I said, yeah, what, what do you want for it? And uh, she thinks about it. And he's like, you got any more of these sh shields? No, got nothing like that. Couldn't part with it. I mean, I killed this one myself. 450 gold. God damn. Way more than I got. Way above my pay grade. Well, guess I'll be sweating my ass off. Thanks for your time. <laughs> All right. Gator just wants to try to find somewhere that'll fix or replace the heavy metal ends of his rope that got damaged by a goo acid. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be the same person. <laughs> I can't, eh? So the same woman. And I'll just replace my net and stuff like that later. Is this the yeah. same place that, um, that Tuck sold the shield? Yeah. All right. Cool. Gator! Gator, that... There's my shield on the wall. Miss. It's actually on her back. It's on her back right now. <laughs> Miss, that is my property that you're wearing. She sees you and she kind of narrows her eyes and she's like, what are you talking about? Fair trade. That, mine now. That shield there was stolen from a t or stolen from me by a tabaxi earlier today. I demand you return it. I don't see a tabaxi anywhere. I'll sell it to you. So that's how you run your business, is it? <laughs> she's, she's kind of strong. She's got like her arms on her hips and she's just strong. Trade to trade, friend. She like leaned down. She's like, unless you got something you want to trade. Well, I might. Uh, here. You see this? Uh, I want to cast, um, what's that called? Distort value on my ring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see her eyes. She just kind of like, they kind of, her eyebrows rage and. Their eyebrows rage. Desire. Eugene Levy. My my. Quite a ring. Yes. You can be yours for five thousand gold piece. I right. <laughs> She's like, her head kind of reels back for a second. She's like, uh, "What's the ring do?" Oh, it's quite powerful, really. It's uh, the um, ring of the beloved. See. It brings people together. You mean like in the... Truest sense of the word. It's a path to finding your soulmate. Quite powerful. You yourself might use it. Did it work for you? I don't have interests in those types of things. I'm more of a intellectual. <laughs> he runs so low. <laughs> well, I'm happily married. But, you know, it's more for convenience. For the next generation. She's all right. How about this? I'll trade you the shield for the ring, and I'll throw in one of these. And she grabs one of the Yikawas. Can I, like, appraise it? Like, what's it look like? What we got here? I think it's worth about 500 gold market right. value. for Just for the, the weapon. You know, thinking about it, how about you keep that shield, and you give me a choice of another one you have here. And I'll take this sword, and my friends here will be copped, and you can have your ring and find your beloved. All right. And she, like, grabs one of the... Uh, one of the higher quality shields. It's got a painting of, of a dinosaur with like three heads, like going in all different directions, like one going facing forward and then two going to the side and kind of like the uh, like an Aztec style art on the front of the shield. And it's like a long body shield. Like if you were to stand up straight, the tip would hit the ground and the top of the shield would come up like to your chest. Like a tower shield, that's the word I was trying to think of, tower shield. Oh, okay. Puts it on the table. All right, I'll take that. Get to keep my spider shield. Well, fair as a trade. Ring is yours. And he'll, like, try to pick up the tower shield, but struggle. She kind of looks at you awkwardly, like, does he know how to use this? <laughs> very, very much no. 
grabs the special Yikwa for himself. Is there anything else? Uh, well, the thief. Did you happen to see which way he went? As soon as the transaction is over, she's like, Oh, yeah, black and white tabaxi. He went that way. He's handing out flyers. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, one, one other thing. I overheard you speaking to my friend that you slayed a dinosaur. Could you perhaps point out good hunting grounds on this map? <laughs> you want to show her the map? All right. Yep. So she takes a look at the map, and you can even just see, like, she's, wow, did you, did you write this? Did you draw this map? Yes, it's a hobby of mine. Impressive. I don't... She's, like, scratching her head. I don't know most of the places on here. She's, like, more distracted by this, the names at the bottom than the ones close to the, the Port Nyanzaru. And she's like, ah, uh, hunt, hunting grounds. Um, and she kind of points, like, well, you can see how you got this kind of notation on the eastern side. There's lots of undead over there. Uh, so I wouldn't recommend that. I would stay to the west in the more natural jungles. And then you can find more, uh, better game in that region. River Solstice Star? Along that way. Ooh, Camp Vengeance. That sounds pleasant. Thank you. Over here, was <laughs> it? Like, looks confused, like, but you wrote it, right? Why are you... <laughs> She's like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Safe travels. If you need a guide, Jobold's down the way. I'm gonna stick with Gator. Kenna, you drink? What do you mean, do I drink? Drink alcohol. Here's a drink. I've got something I know what great. you meant. That's a rhetorical I've question. <laughs> I've got some great stuff. Stuff you've probably never seen before from the mainland. What you got? Always it's called Devil's Tate. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Take a whiff. <laughs> She's like, oh, it smells like a T-Rex's asshole. But it tastes good going down. Just like a T-Rex's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like putting your tongue to a battery. All right. Well, what are you, you here just to show it off? Gonna trade? Yeah, I need that. I need a discount on that there. Armor. City guard, come on. Can I take a swig? Can't just, yep. you know, sight unseen. All right, she just takes a swig of it. I'll pour it into the cat. I'll pour it into the cat. <laughs> All right. You see, like, her instant reaction is disgust, but everyone's kind of watching her drink this foreign alcohol, and she kind of straightens herself up and acts like she's not faced by it. She's like, mm, oh, yeah, it's sweet. Sweet, tastes like honey. Yeah. Um, sure. What, uh, <clears throat> which one did you want again? And she's, like, trying to clear her throat. That, that triceratops. Yeah, get, uh, 50 gold. What trade? I, I can do that. Enjoy that bottle. <clears throat> Just Dennis on his own is going to be asking around about his various things that I'll, I'll private, I'll DM you about uh, later. You can give me. Hey, hey. I know what you're talking about. So. Gator's okay. going to uh, do a little martial arts demo off to the side somewhere with his new weapon, which is his way to convert it into a monk weapon to use his special ability or whatever. Uh, let's okay. try to make some money. Maybe we can make some money doing a performance. I'll share the map, too, in Slack, so you don't have to look at it on Fantasy Grounds. Wait, is that Timberton's map? It is in your possession. Yeah, all right. He wouldn't really yeah. show it to other people. You showed it to two right. strangers already today. <laughs> no, I mean the party. <laughs> Maybe if they asked. But... Neither of the strangers asked. <laughs> The in-game atmosphere and music in this episode was provided by Sirenscape.